What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth is what it's about here because this is our mini series at Mobile Presence where we take the inside track, we look at what UA experts, app marketing ninjas are doing, how they're doing it, how they're moving the needle on growth. It's success that has earned them the title of Mobile Hero as chosen by Liftoff, a full service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. And we have every other week a Mobile Hero here. So this week we're gonna take a different approach. We're going to look at what the buzzwords are, AI, machine learning. It's what you're hearing. It's what I'm hearing at conferences. It's also the topic of my own webinar coming up soon on VentureBeat. Marketers want to know, what is it? How can they use AI? What can they automate and how? What's the potential uplift? And if it's even, you know, worth all the efforts. So these are all great questions. I don't have the answers, but that's why we have our guest today. He's uh, Matt Sadowski, Senior Manager, Growth Marketing at Tilting Point. Matt, great to have you here. Yes, thanks for having me, Peggy. So this is your, you know, this is this is your zone. You like AI. You're very into sort of tech-driven um, UA, and we're going to talk about that. But first, let's talk about what you do over at Tilting Point. Now, I'm reading that Tilting Point defines itself as a new generation games partner for independent development studios. So that sounds very exciting. Uh, you know, it sounds very cutting edge. But what is that? What do you mean by new generation? What's that approach you're taking? Yeah, so Tilting Point's kind of in an interesting point right now um, where we're both servicing independent development studios, uh, kind of build their games out from early stage by providing 
user acquisition, custom tech, data, data science, tech uh, engineering, game design, kind of full service publishing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're also working with larger studios, still some indie, some uh, not so indie, uh, on running user acquisition for them. Um, and that's using our custom UA tech, UA funding, uh, and UA managers that we have in-house here at Tilting Point. Okay. And you yourself over there, uh, Senior Manager, Growth Marketing. And I'm you know, I'm reading about uh, some of your accomplishments here in, in the time that you've been there. Uh, managing a five-person growth marketing team, seeing a portfolio of apps go from five to 15, watching UA monthly spend increase fivefold. Um, all huge accomplishments, probably what earned you in part the title uh, Mobile Hero, but let's backtrack. I mean, what is your background? What has allowed you to chalk up those wins? Yeah, so kind of coming out of college, I graduated with a marketing and management and global business degree. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I I, I had a good sense of uh, kind of the psychology behind marketing, uh, marketing techniques, um, but I'd always been a huge data nerd. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I make a spreadsheet for everything. <laughs> Wait, I make a spreadsheet. If I want to uh, see how many steps I'm taking, I make a spreadsheet. So, um, uh, you know, kind of was figuring, okay, well, how do I bring my love of marketing and my, my, my data nerd together? Um, and kind of stumbled into a marketing analyst position at a uh, company called Snap Interactive. And that was my first exposure to user acquisition marketing. Sounds like you really, though, cover the bases because that's what it's all about, isn't it? I mean, how do you get to the data side of marketing, which is where everybody wants to go these days? Well, it's basically that. You had uh, the foresight, in a way, to sort of combine the, your, your inner nerd, you know, nurture your inner nerd, uh, and bring that through marketing is what it sounds like, just you know, mashing those two up. Is, it that, is that what it is? That really is what it is. Um, you know, when it comes down to it, uh, user acquisition, you know, that's just our fancy word for advertising. Um, and advertising, you know, back in the day, you think Mad Men, you think, you know, spreadsheets, uh, not spreadsheets, you can think uh, like uh, posters and cigars and, and backroom coming up with concepts. And, you know, that's kind of gone. Uh, the, it's now a data-driven uh, position. It's more of a data science than as a marketing role. I like the way you're comparing this because it is true. You think about Mad Men, but you're right. It is it is advertising. It's just advertising the way we do it. Um, since we're not in that back room with those cigars and having that great time, which it would be awesome if we were in the industry. I mean, I'm just curious, Matt, what does your daily job look like? Yeah. So uh, right now it's kind of split between three different sections. Um, one is working with our creative team to make sure that we have top-notch creative. Uh, we're mm-hmm. testing a large amount of things across our portfolio of games, our pro- uh, portfolio of vendors that we work with, um, uh, and making sure that we have good data on what creative is performing best. Uh, the second is building out custom tech. Um, so that's making sure that, hey, uh, if there's something that a computer could be doing better than a human, well, let's have the computer do it. Um, so working with our data science and, and engineering teams to build tech out. Uh, and lastly, uh, uh, being a kind of person to person, either negotiations with vendors, uh, working with clients that we have, uh, you know, kind of selling a service. So that's kind of the, mm-hmm. the three areas where I focus my day. So, I mean, you have your skill set because it's part of, of basically, you know, what's, what's, what's in your DNA that got you where you are. But if we're talking about growth marketers, 
overall, you know, thinking about how you spend your day, it's between data science and thinking and thinking about the future, you know, where we're going to build out uh, what computers can do better than people and, and vice versa, and then also the service side. All of that put together, is there any specific sort of skill set a growth marketer needs these days based on that routine? Well, from a hard skill standpoint, um, you absolutely need to have a good understanding of data analysis. Um, you should be able to calculate an LTV projection from a data set. Um, you should be able to know how to do a pivot table in Excel and look at data. Um, uh, you should be able to know how to read dashboards from attribution partners. Um, but on the soft skill side, just kind of in general, you need to have really good critical thinking skills. Um, because maybe you are doing a really good job optimizing your Facebook campaign, but what's that next layer of optimization that could push it even farther? You know, maybe, you know, it is that custom tech that you can build out that sits on top of Facebook and maybe looks at things that you would have never thought of, like LTV by device, by country, by language. You know, you can get super granular with the data and and having that critical thinking skill to, to, to want to explore those avenues is huge. How do you, on the other hand, Matt, you know, how do you sort of stop, uh, you know, your your inner passion for this and say, okay, there has to be a cutoff line somewhere? Because the reason I bring this up is I was talking to a growth marketer really about, you know, A-B testing can get into, you know, ad infinitum, you know, into infinity. It can go on and on. You have to have a cutoff point somewhere because he was talking about, oh, well, you sent the captions and the language and the colors and this and that. And if you really did this seriously, you could do this only. So, what would you suggest are the areas where you might say, okay, that's good, but let's let's just stop right there? For me, it depends on where the app that we're working on is currently at. Mm-hmm. Um, we have apps that are kind of in the earlier stage. And at that point, I don't want to have a conversation on whether or not the light green button or the dark green button is performing better. I want to have a conversation about, does this concept work better than this concept? Um, so I, I think some people try to jump too quickly into the, to the nuances of what can be different in one ad versus another. Um, but sometimes you'll find that really weird concepts can work for, for, for a game. You know, maybe you take your game and you reduce it down to a stick figure uh, story of, of what's going on. Um, maybe you do something where it's a CGI trailer and it, it has that in a mix of gameplay. Maybe you just do a gameplay trailer. These type of learnings are more important early on then is dark green better than light green so really what you're saying is um to you know to understand your your app your audience know that your concept flies you can worry about the the details so to speak later on correct exactly so what about um you know something gets you up in in the morning is it about just just hacking the growth and getting the most out of platforms or what is it that makes you excited and passionate about what you're doing yeah i think it's finding new ways to use data to make informed Mm -hmm. decisions um sometimes i'll have an idea at like the end of a day on a friday um about oh my god we could totally build out this tech that could optimize this campaign in a new way Or maybe we could look out by breaking out our analysis by looking at, uh, you know, 
service provider like AT&T and Verizon or, you know, and then <laughs> I'll get so excited about it that I'll probably start specking it out on a Friday night and go to bed at two in the morning. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, finding new ways to kind of growth hack with data gets me super excited. Well, I'm hoping you'll lift the lid on maybe just a few of those, Matt, if we're lucky. But right now, listeners, we have to go to break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with Matt Sadowski, Growth Marketer at Tilting Point. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Oh, Archibello! Learn more at brainhealth.gov. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And we have today Senior Manager, Growth Marketing at Tilting Point, Matt Sadowski. And Matt, right before the break, we were talking about you know, basically how you probably don't get an awful lot of sleep <laughs> because you get inspired trying to do different things with data. Now, I won't say this is going where no man has gone before, but it does sound exciting. Can you take me a little bit on the journey of, you know, how you do something completely different with data and, and get some amazing results? Yeah, for sure. Um, so the way that I kind of think about it is at scale, humans are innately going to fall within the law of averages. Um, so if you can have a good idea on how, you know, one of your apps is going to perform within, uh, let's say, Iron Source or an app Lovin um, on, a, on a single publisher, um, as you get enough data on all these publishers that you're running your, your ads in, you should be able to find similar publishers and start to utilize kind of machine learning to lump together similar apps to kind of get this law of averages and make a projection on the performance of those apps. Um, and that's super useful when you're thinking about kind of uh, when you're first launching a new campaign uh, on one of these networks, kind of taking those learnings 
and applying that and especially using tech like machine learning to, to kind of aid that. Um, so, you know, kind of uh, diving into these kind of uh, uh, new ways of looking at data, uh, I think, is really the way to go. Mm-hmm. So a little bit like bell curve meets benchmark in a way. Yeah, in a way. Um, and huh? you know, we're working on ways of even kind of getting that down to a more minute level. Um, like, you know, instead of looking at it on a publisher level, we should be looking at it on a user level, which is much harder to predict. Um, but uh, there's no reason uh, why we shouldn't be able to at least get an indication on whether or not an individual user would fall as a quality or a non-quality user. Mm-hmm. So where do you see, you know, it's a broad question, but I'm, I would love to hear what you have to say. Where do you see the future of UA? So the future of UA is going to be programmatic. Okay. Um, I think you're going to have Facebook and Google um, and probably some other uh, kind of proprietary social networks like Snapchat, Instagram out there. Um, but then I think the rest of the network is really going to fall into kind of these open exchange programmatic RTB marketplaces. And those are so data driven. Um, uh, I just found out that uh, those bids on an RTB take place in typically less than 100 milliseconds and often less than 10 milliseconds. Um, so you wow. need to be able to predict whether or not an impression is likely to become a paying user in 10 milliseconds. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's definitely not human. That's not a human doing that then. That's no. really, that's tech-driven UA, absolutely. Yeah. So there, there's, a, there's a lot to be done on the tech side. Um, uh, and I think, you know, we're going to see bigger budgets being managed by smaller teams and have more tech do the heavy lifting. So how are you preparing in in your job for this shift? I mean, for you, it's probably um, not so much, but maybe how you manage your team? Yeah, so the way that we've kind of been thinking about uh, our team right now, um, because I think as we've been growing, we were small enough that kind of everybody could work across every channel. Um, We're now starting to get to that point where Uh, We have so many clients and so many people on our growth team that we're starting to develop expertise. We're going to have someone be a paid social expert, someone be a search expert, network expert, and so on. Um, And not only are they going to be an expert in optimizing those channels, but they also are going to become the experts in making tech recommendations. Um, Someone who sits there all day optimizing an app-loving campaign should be able to recognize, hey, here are things that we could be doing better if we implemented machine learning on top of this. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, kind of really making sure that we have people, like I mentioned earlier, that have really strong critical thinking skills and aren't just going to get comfortable with doing their spreadsheet analysis of a campaign. So they're going to say to themselves, I'm looking at this and I see that this is a routine or that this is something, you know, it's either a routine or it's just something that needs to be done so quickly that humans can't do it or can't do it that well and pinpoint those areas where this is where we need machine learning. This is where we need AI. This is where we could offload this onto the machines. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, for example, there. Uh, on Facebook, we created a campaign creation tool. Um, we used to have uh, an intern sit there all day and create Facebook campaigns for us. And we were like, why are we subjecting somebody to doing this? So we built out uh, you know, a campaign creation tool. And now we can create hundreds of campaigns in a couple of minutes. Um, so you know, not only is it uh, 
you know, machine learning, but also just things that reduce redundancies and user acquisition as well. So this is what you do in your job, but also the great thing I'm excited about about Tilting Point is, you know, you open up these capabilities to the companies you're working with as well. You know, when you're helping them, uh, you know, grow their app or you're helping them, um, you know, reach whatever benchmark uh, that needs to be for them. So what can you tell me about the capabilities you're building out at Tilting Point to do this? Yeah, so, so far what we've built out is a really strong machine learning algorithm which helps predict LTV at a sub-pub level. So that could be an ad set on Facebook, a publisher within a SDK network campaign, or a country within a Google AdWords campaign. Um, and we've also built out a lot of tech uh, to, to help us create campaigns, optimize creative, stuff like that. But kind of what 2018 and 2019 is going to look like for us is really going to be focused on getting user-level predictions, starting to look into building tech for real-time bidders, um, uh, optimizing the in-game experience on the user level, Mm -hmm. um, really pushing things to a more granular data level than we've been at in the last year or so. So we had the opportunity to uh, to catch up a few times, and I recall I was looking through through my notes from our earlier conversations. Also, AI for image recognition. Tell me about that. Yeah, so that's something that we've been looking at for uh, a couple of months now, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier with how how minute do you want to go in your A/B testing, um, and if you can remove the human guessing to what makes one ad work better than another, that just makes everything so much more efficient. If you're running 10 ads and an AI can identify that your three best performing ads, they all had in common the color purple, they each had two people in it, and everything was shifted to the left side of the ad, that's going to be something that can be much more effectively done by a computer than a human trying to say, why did this ad do better than this ad? I'm speechless because I'm thinking how much sense that makes. Um, I've been doing some interviews with people about A-B testing. They're saying, well, you know, you need to do these tests. You do them across countries. You do them across stores. And then you need to figure out the key components that they had in common. And you're telling me exactly that. AI can tell you that. Machine learning can say, hey, these ads that were all you know, pegging the needle, well, here's why. And then you can decide from those component parts, you know, what are you going to put in other ads? Have you, so this is something you're thinking about. This is um, extremely exciting and very breakthrough. Is this something we're going to be seeing um, out there soon? Because I'm sure listeners listening in are saying, hey, if that's the capability they have over at Tilting Point, if I have a good, a good game doing really well, you know, not just someone out of a garage, you know, I want to make my way over there. So what can we look for? Yeah, so we have, uh, I've sent a list of 15 new uh, UA tools I'd like to have my tech team build in 2018. Um, uh, That is one of them. Um, Mm -hmm. There's also that that kind of granular level user quality score um, projection. There's uh, new uh, machine learning modeling for other networks that we haven't yet partnered with, with uh, kind of API-based machine learning. Um, so there, there's quite a few things that we're working on. Uh, I'd like to achieve them all in 2018. We'll see if we can get there. Just thinking off the top of my head, you know, that also then creates a different perhaps skill, even potentially for you, Matt. You know, how do we uh, interact, create, co-create, think, uh, you know, brainstorm 
uh, with AI for your job. Have you given any thought to what that might ha- entail? Yeah, so I think the UA manager of the future is going to be more focused on feeding the right data into your AI or your machine learning system rather than having to do that analysis yourself. Um, So, for example, with real-time bidders, you can adjust your bid based off of, you know, things on a high level like time of day, but it goes as granular as the lat long of the user. Um, So there's an endless amount of data that you could use to optimize campaigns. And as we go into this more granular, uh, tech-heavy uh, data UA future, you're really going to need people who can come in and say, hey, we have this large amount of data, this is what we can do with it, rather than here's my campaign performance so far, here's how I can improve it. And currently, what are the sources of, of you know, sort of not the data, the data is, of course, in your system and what you're seeing, but, you know, there's external uh, tools and, and data and reports that you're looking at, the benchmarks that help you do your job. Do you have any thoughts on what they are for you? Maybe because uh, listeners listening in might want to know, okay, when I'm getting all the data for the holistic view of everything, what else do I need to keep in mind? What else do I need to be reading and watching? Yeah, so things that we look for, um, you know, uh, depending on how new a campaign is. Obviously, when we first launch a campaign, uh, we're looking at things like geo, gender, age. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we get past that stage, then we start diving into things like what device has the highest LTV, um, what network were they running on, Verizon, AT&T, things like that, what languages were those people speaking, um, what other apps do they tend to engage with, um, even going down to, okay, so this user installed and their time between their first session and their second session session was this long, so maybe that means that this user is going to have a high, higher likelihood of being a payer. So it just keeps on getting more and more granular from when we launch a campaign to when we try to be fully optimized. Well, I can see, Matt, you know, speaking with you gives such a really you know, valuable inside look at the data we need to be dealing with um, and what's coming down the road next. I mean, it's really interesting what you're talking about, uh, AI and those capabilities. But right now, we have to go to break. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back and talking more about AI and the future of UA. So don't go away. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, there are some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on 
on search vendors. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. Hey, hello. Welcome back. We're back. Welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And, of course, we have today Matt Sadowski. He is Senior Manager, Growth Marketing at Tilting Point. Matt, right before the break, we were talking really a, an exciting deep dive. I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I can't wait till your, uh, your team starts to work through your wish list of cool UA, uh, uh, cool AI things to build for UA. Um, hope you'll keep me posted on that. But in the meantime, let's just talk about, you know, at one point, it's AI, then it's the human skill to give AI what it needs to do to do its job best. But how do you reduce error in UA, whether it's human or, or machine learning or otherwise? Do you have some thoughts on basically how to make certain it's uh, more um, wins than, uh, let's say, uh, misses? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for me, I think the most important thing um, when it comes to more of a something that's not necessarily a skill, but it's being passionate about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you aren't passionate about data, if you aren't pa- passionate about what you're marketing, um, if you're not passionate about user acquisition, I think you're going to be prone to getting comfortable, and getting comfortable definitely leads to error. Um, so, you know, if you are super passionate about data, go for user acquisition. If you're not so sure about it, don't just let yourself fall into it. Um, uh, because uh, when you're talking about spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars a month, uh, you, you really have to make sure that you're staying on top of that. So I think on the human side, uh, kind of on a soft skill and a, a personality trait, you've you got to make sure you're passionate about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other side, it, it's, it's, it's really making sure that you have all of your data lined up and staying organized. Um, you know, make sure your reporting is clean and your database is clean. Um, if you have data that's, that's muddied um, and that's not communicated well to people and people are making decisions based off of incorrect data, um, you're going to have errors. Um, so, you know, be passionate about what you're working on and make sure that you have organized, clean data. And then from there, just, you know, explore and, and see what you can do to kind of push the boundaries of, of uh, using data to make informed user acquisition decisions. So how did you, I'm just curious because I, I talked to a lot of UA managers and I'm talking about, okay, how did you order your data? How did you, how do you keep it clean? How do you, what do you do when, when what you want to be looking at goes beyond the confines of a spreadsheet? Because, you know, it's a 2D sort of thing that you're doing and there's a lot beyond that in size and scope. Other questions like how often do you want to look at a report? Uh, how often do you need that fresh data? Obviously, a lot of questions, not always answers that you can give, but I would love to hear your take. Yeah, so I, I think that 
you should be looking at data as much as you can. <laughs> uh, okay. you no, know, it doesn't mean that every hour uh, you should be refreshing your data and checking to see how campaigns going. Um, but you know, making sure that you're working with your attribution partner on any discrepancies you see, making sure that you're working with your tech team to make sure your database is set up properly. Um, and then always checking that data against verified sources. So check your revenue data against the iTunes Connect store uh, in Google Play. Uh, check your in-app data maybe on your attribution partner against uh, the actual log events coming into the, to the app developer. Um, and then once you have that good data um, and you feel comfortable with it, be bold with your choices. Be bold with your decision making. Push, you know, push the boundaries. If you test something and it doesn't work, you could always pull it back. But if you don't test it, you don't know where you're going to get your optimizations. And what about you personally, Matt? I mean, obviously, I can tell by listening and speaking with you, you know, you are into this. This is your zone. This is your craft. Um, but how are you going to sort of maintain this this passion, this level of I'll just for, for another lack of a better word, I'll call it excellence. I think it is. Um, you know, it's it's sort of like you don't want to rest on your laurels, but you don't want to push too hard. So sort of like you know, those stretch goals. How are you going to to do that? And and what's next for you? So I like to think six months ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, what I'm doing today is so that my team will be ready for six months from now. And then six months from now, I should already be working on what they're going to need six months ahead of that. Um, I wish I could so, work with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it's it's staying on top of of, of the future. Um, and and if you get complacent, if you get comfortable, and you say what we're doing now is great, then you're probably not going to be doing well in six months from now because the UA space is rapidly changing. It's rapidly going towards programmatic, RTB, data heavy, data science, um, and uh, uh, that excites me. It keeps me going, and, and, and I, I love kind of innovating and, and pushing tech and, and user acquisition. Well, you've got me, and absolutely, I want to check in with you in about another six months because then I'll have a view into what 2019. That'll be awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, in the meantime, how do our listeners stay in touch with you? I mean, I've 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 read a couple blogs of yours, so I know you're out there. So, how do we stay in touch with you, and how do we also keep up on what you're doing in the blogs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the kind of two places right now where you can keep in touch with me, uh, LinkedIn, uh, you know, feel free to connect on there. Um, I do like a, to post some blog posts. I'm actually working on a new one right now called Growth Marketing is Data Science. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Lift Off Mobile Heroes uh, have a blog post which is going live with them next week about kind of the skills it takes to build a career in user acquisition uh, hopefully doing some more uh, blog posts uh, and articles with them in the future too. Absolutely. And uh, of course, um, you know, we can see your Heroes page over there, a dedicated page over at Heroes, heroes.liftoff.io. So that'll be where your blogs are. That's where we can find out more about you and connect with you. So thanks so much, Matt. Yeah. Thank you, Peggy. It was a pleasure. And that, my friends, is a wrap. And, of course, next week's we'll see more mobile heroes with more amazing companies, so do stay tuned. And if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at Mobile Groove. Mobile Groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And, of course, you can be sure to check out this and all other early episodes of the show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on 
iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.